Welcome to another episode of the Haiku Poet Podcast. We are outside having an afternoon snack. We've got some homemade kombucha. This one is pretty special because it's very carbonated. And when we can pour a glass of kombucha into a frosty mug and have it with a nice maybe one to one and a half inches of foam, that's cool. And we have a glue out, and we and we can paint the glues into plant planters yeah. for a truck and swap, and we eating us snacks. Sunshine, Jacob. What are you doing to your pallet planters today? Well, we cut up planters. And now we are putting the bottoms on. Excellent. So there's a bottom board so mm-hmm. that the pots and plants don't fall out? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Very good. Are you enjoying it? Mm-hmm. Good. Getting to use some new tools? Mm-hmm. What kind of tools are you using? A um, uh, stapler. Yeah. Air gun. Air mm-hmm. gun stapler. Very nice. Did you get to do it? Yeah, mm-hmm. got to be careful when you do it, right? Mm-hmm. Excellent. And Caleb, what's the sticky stuff that we're using to attach the bottom? Adhesive glue. Adhesive glue. Nice. What's the range? It needs to be above freezing. Above, four, um, above forty. Above forty, because um, because the um glue would freeze. Yes. If it was like thirty sure. or thirty-four. Yeah, it wouldn't set up nicely, right? Yeah. It would stay sticky. We want it to set up and get rock hard. Excellent. So today I want to share with you guys about a book that I read uh, not too long ago. Um, Let's see here. It was back at the beginning of the month, uh, March 3rd. Stayed up a couple nights late reading. This was one of those great books that... You know, one o'clock in the morning and you're like, "Ah, I better go to bed. But man, I'd like to read one more chapter. And so I think I finished this book in three days because it was so much fun. It's a book called The Honey Bus, a memoir of loss, courage, and a girl saved by bees. It's by Meredith May. And on the back of the cover, there's a picture of a grandpa and a granddaughter and the granddaughter is Meredith when she's real young looks kind of like you guys right a lot of fun fun smile on her face and then the grandpa just has this super peaceful smile on his face when he's got super cool hair and a big mustache and he's wearing a white shirt and the book struck me on many levels and I heard about the book through a podcast, a beekeeping podcast, and Meredith was interviewed and shared briefly about the book, and it caught my attention of one that I'd be interested in reading it. And what was interesting about this one, it's not how to raise bees, it's not um, how to build beehives, it was her life story and how bees affected her and impacted her life. And so she had some some challenging things in her life of her parents splitting and her living with her mom and her mom had some some emotional and mental problems where it got hard for her mom to even get out of bed in the morning and just do life and she couldn't well, That means that she's probably dying. Well, in a way it's kind of like 
it's not like her body died, but it's kind of like her personality and her ability to connect with the world did. And so for years, she had a lot of anger and a lot of sadness. And she lived with her grandma and grandpa and her mom and her brother. And her grandpa was a beekeeper and he had hives. Yeah, he had hives at their house. And then he also had uh, different apiaries, different hives out in different areas in California. Well, this bus is where he did his extraction. It was an old military bus that he bought, and he actually took the engine out and sold it to a friend. And in this bus, he had... Uh, a spinner, an extractor. So you put the honeybee frames in this extractor and it spins around and around really fast and it whips the honey out and you get to reuse the comb. He used an old lawnmower to power this. He was very engineering minded. He was actually a plumber uh, by trade. That's how he made most of his money. But he did sell his honey. So he would be a small time commercial beekeeper. He didn't take his bees to different places. He it, he wasn't um, commercial in that sense where he would like take his bees over to almond pollinator, over to uh, do apples. He did just pollination right in his area. And she describes the beauty and the process of learning about bees at first feeling... Um, just a lot of questions and not knowing and then how as she gained in knowledge it gained a deeper appreciation for the complexity and the wonder built within the bee it was it was really neat and then the end of the book she comes full circle to sharing about loving her mom and being able to go and really forgive her mom when her mom was in the nursing home and and her mom did pass away and she in the book says that she it is sad but there was a sense of letting go um of what could have been right because I wish that we could all operate at 100%. I wish we were all always being nice and healthy and happy and kind. But am I always kind, healthy, happy, nice, operating 100%? No. No. Are you always kind, happy, healthy, nice? No. No. Sometimes we do stuff that's not kind. But but a lot of times I I just... um, I just... I help mom and I sweep the floor. I wash the dishes. I help her. That's good. And and I um and sometimes I'm really rude. Sometimes you're rude. Yeah. What do you need to do if you are rude or if you do something? Say sorry. Own up. Own up to it. Yeah. Say I was wrong. Would you forgive me? Um. Sometimes the mom would holler and and she would blame her kids for kind of wrecking her life and it, it was tough to read but actually here's what I jotted down in my journal when I finished the book so this is read out of my journal okay I just finished the book The Honey Bus in so many ways I feel like she Meredith was writing about my story about all of our stories the insanity of rage the inconsolability of fear and control the stupidity of silence, and yet the voicelessness. For without a diagnosis, how do we fix what exists? So, 
I'm going to list the pain. I'm going to acknowledge it from my perspective. Not to try to punish or place blame, but to try to heal. And I just listed out some of the stuff that was hard about growing up as a kid. Because you know what? Even if you come from a family that's super healthy, there's still going to be some pain because we're people. We're still going to hurt each other sometimes. And we're still going to... And sometimes we're still going to obey each other. Oh, absolutely. There's going to be a lot of times where we're respectful and kind and considerate. But when we're not, you know what I want to do? I want to live in the truth. I don't want to pretend. I don't want to hide. If you act like... Whoa, there go the slides falling down in the in the wind. I, I, I don't want we'll this just leave them, We'll leave them sitting. Dad, I don't it's... want them to this. Okay. So we want to own up to what's true. So imagine I get a sliver in my hand, and it's all pussy and hurts, and oh, it hurts so bad. So that's why if... you get a Band-Aid. Okay, get a Band-Aid, but something needs to happen before I get a Band-Aid. What oh, would that take something... it out, it out. I need to pull it out. I need um, to deal with it, um, right? spread other people yeah get infected so we have to be true if there's a sliver in our hand pull it out so how about if there's crabbiness in our heart we gotta be true about it Ladies and men can both have band-aids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I can add glue out here and we do again. Yes, we're we're taking a little break from our project, Uh but then we're going to hop back into the gluing and the stapling. Let me read this. So at the end of of my journal, I wrote, I want it all redeemed. The pain and the loss, my part in all of it, what was done to me. And some of this is just wrong and it just shouldn't be. I want better. I really do. I forgive and I commit to keep forgiving. We're all just dust. But we do have a responsibility and we have an opportunity. Did you write that same one at the end of your journal? No, so that's the end of that day's journal. And then... I went to bed. (laughs) And the next day, I wrote a short haiku. Pajamas soft and warm. Snow falling outside my window. Pajamas soft and warm. Snow falling outside my window. (laughs) Here's another one. House plant dusty from winter months. The furnace kicks on. House plant dusty from winter months. The furnace kicks on. Why does the furnace kick on? Like, and it starts warming. The moon is just right straight from us. The moon is straight above us. And it's the middle of the afternoon. It's beautiful. And at night, we have a moon. And the night, yeah, we do have the moon. So there will be stars in the sky and the moon. And 
All right, I'll read you a couple more haiku, I got, I and then we'll hop back to pallet planters. Why do you have that hat on? I have a hat with a brim on because I didn't want to get a... This is called a brim. I did not want to get a sunburn. What are those little holes called? It's got like mesh so you don't get too hot. It's pretty handy. Cool. They're on both sides. Yeah. All right, check this haiku out. Seeing stick people walking around in my yard, shadows from a full moon. Seeing hey, seeing stick people walking around my yard, shadows from a full moon. What are there people who are like, pretending to be sticks? No, so let me draw a stick person for you. Can I see a stick There's person? head, body, arms, and legs. And, it's called and a stick that person. Means... Is that you? Yeah. Well, let me draw one for Elliot. Me. There's Elliot, and let's draw one for Caleb, and Jacob, and, that and Daddy, and Mommy, and, Mommy. and Evie, and, Evie. and a new baby. All right, there's Baby. We'll do Baby laying down with a smile on their face, just like you did in your picture, Caleb. I like that. All right. Can I have another one of those? one of Deep moon shadows. Fingers of trees extended over our whole yard. Deep moon shadows. Fingers of trees extended over our whole yard. Yeah. And then the final haiku on that page is the process of revision. A crossword in itself with hot coffee. The process of revision, a crossword in itself with hot coffee. All right, signing off.